Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, AK Tags. I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. And I'm Brittle Knee. BK is back for 211 of Forever Exiled. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And hanging out with us. Of course. Uh, 211. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a mind Justin's blank just coming back to reality here. It's actually really bit. fitting because 211 is our in-game global channel. And the way that we tell people to remember it is by B is the second letter of the alphabet and 11 or is K. So if you put BK together, it's 211. Oh. And then this is a 211 episode. So it's a BK That's episode. Amazing. It's all BK. It's all falling into place. That it's first so invite BK. to the first episode it and the subsequent out. rule of tens was for this moment, culminating <laughs> this moment. now right. before our eyes. Well, is that why you're 211 in game? Yeah, that's why we use that one. You'll also nice. be on the episode with us that is our global channel, which is when we we're on episode 2,121. Incredible. <laughs> right. I cannot wait. Yeah. We'll have to film that one from the nursing home, but you That's know. Right. <laughs> Just <laughs> around our the little wheelchairs together, and here yep. we go. Have a chat. They still make it. They're uh, just talking. <laughs> talking about Q6 and the canned peaches at the cafeteria. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, um, yeah, big shout out to our patrons. Thanks to everybody who resubbed up this week. We appreciate your faces. Patreon gets access to After Dark. It's a podcast after the podcast. Be care you join us for After Dark. I will be. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, I can't wait for this After Dark. I haven't decided the beverage yet, so. We'll I'm going to have all of them. My desk. Just the entire beverages. All, all <laughs> beverages. My, my, That's we were going through our schedule for this coming week, and mm -hmm. I was laying it all out for our team, and on Friday, it just said, heavy drinking all day. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's, That's awesome. Fantastic. Tonight. That's what it's going to be. Um, your, your people appreciate that humor? My people? I don't care. Yeah, you said you laid that oh, out yeah. for them, and that's what it said. Yeah, yeah. Did you get giggles, or did you get, like, nervous side glances? And no, I got they're laughter. Going to try and incarcerate you. People okay. know. People know. That they have to laugh at your jokes. <laughs> no, that they're going to want to drink. This cleansing is needed <laughs> yeah, for it's all a necessary, involved. It's a, it's a necessary drinking day. It's a team day. bonding experience. That's right. Who can get drunk first? Uh how, oh, our, our private league also starts today, which is fun. That actually starts in like a little over an hour. So plan that well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was such a mistake on my part. But it's going to be fun. Uh, we, we were originally going to record both of our episodes in the evening. Yeah. But then forgot that it was a one episode, our BK episode. And then also camera. Justin was having a tough time matching both realities i couldn't make it work to record so, both tonight so i appreciate both of you working with me it's awesome it ended up being better for me too because i still get to go to work this afternoon so oh sweet yeah awesome um how's your week bk how's life i guess not just your week oh well the week has been pretty good so far and life has been honestly great yeah. i um took that trip in Towards the end of last month, early this month, oh, right. to Colorado. Nice. How to was it? kind of like vibe check the area. And it's it's wonderful. Did I cannot wait to get out there. Yeah. Like I, I went in there pretty certain that it was going to be like the place I definitely wanted to move to. But once I got like feet on the ground and was like walking around the town and everything like that, like it, it just continued to confirm like this is the right spot. Oh, that's awesome. 
So it was really, really cool. I love the little town. It's so sleepy and quiet and it's got a lot of like sort of like that small town vibe and charm and living so close to Boulder and Denver is going to be super nice too. just kind of being close to a larger city and all the advantages that has from everything from like seeing shows like metal shows and stuff like that that come through all the way to like being able to find more interesting uh, cuisine and stuff to cook because I love cooking. And then, you know, have all of the, that's super convenient. And the public transit system there is so good. Like, honestly, really cool. Like, there's, like, buses that go from Denver up to Longmont and Denver up to Boulder and Boulder to Longmont and Longmont up into the mountains. There's, like, all these different stuff. And it's so cool because it's just so easy. You just, like, look it up. You get your pass. You jump on. And it's fine. Like, it's so interesting to be around functional systems. And both, like, all three cities are incredibly walkable and um especially like bicyclable too so nice i'm really 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 excited that like i'm not going to have to just immediately buy a car when i move like i will actually just be fine with a road bike do you have a timeline probably indefinitely um so my my lease is up in march and i am that is the goal that's the finish line uh but my uh, landlord is willing to sign a six month lease for me too this year nice. as like a one time thing. Yeah. Just if I need it. So it gives me a lot of comfort to kind of like have, you know, the big goal of saving, I'm actually going to pick up another job over the holidays, work some holiday. Oh, hi, Ollie. Mm-hmm. Um, work some holiday hours and put a bunch away because yep. I really, really want to make that March deadline. And if you have a pulse and can show up to work, they will hire you for holiday for sure. Yeah, <laughs> holiday pay. Mm-hmm. So it's just an easy way to get a lot of money. I'm hoping to, there's, some of the department stores still do gift wrapping, and I was like, hell yeah, I'll get paid fucking nine dollars an hour to wrap presents. Do you like wrapping fine. presents, or is that just? Better? I uh, I do I do actually. It's like really satisfying to me, especially I'm I'm not gonna toot my own horn and be like, oh, I'm fucking Pretty great good. at it. But one second, <laughs> let me talk to my doggo. He, uh, he knows that normally this is about the time that I would like wrap up my stream and it's time to go for the walk (laughs) before I head to work. Mm -hmm. And so he's just like, what the fuck is this? We're not outside. (laughs) Yep. Like, what are you doing? So I may have to, uh, go give him pets a few times through the episode to. No worries. No problem. Now you said rock, like, uh, were you talking like rock shows? Like, you know, melting rocks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so i mostly most of the shows i try and catch are like metal shows but i'll see other artists and stuff that metal come through shows, too right. yeah cool i did not know yeah and especially if anything that i any of the musicians that i like come through red rocks which is like that big amphitheater like i have to go because i hear that's like an entire experience and my parents saw i think it was the moody blues play at red rocks and like they talk about that concert like it was a fucking religious experience. So I'm pretty excited to catch a show there at some point. Oh, cool. Hmm. It's pretty sweet. I didn't know because um, I only catch a stream sometimes, but it's always just like chill music. Yeah, I know, right? I don't come across as the metalhead, but that's what they say about expectations, right? <laughs> it's just harder cool. to grow an audience with fucking yeah, death metal in the background, okay? <laughs> like maybe you find your people, but you know. That's funny. Well, that's good. I'm glad you cool. had a good trip up there. I'm glad it's looking positive. Yeah. I'm just really, really excited. I think it's going to be a, a beneficial move in many, many ways. And I'm just kind of 
Looking forward to starting with a clean slate, a new city. Yep, totally. And March will come quick. It's yeah. already. I know it's one it's of those things Christmas. where like I'm hunting for employment ahead of time, trying to find stuff like remote for now, just to kind of secure employment before I go. And um, it's like really weird because like it's so soon I'm like mentally shitting my pants trying to get ready for it. But then like when I'm putting in applications, like it's so far mm -hmm. to start applying for stuff locally. So I guess like starting in like July or something or January, sorry, July, <laughs> uh, January, I was going to start putting in local stuff. Right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Fun. How's your uh, grass? It's doing okay. okay. It's not dead, but it's plus. It is mostly a like a mix of weeds and what grass managed to stay, but it's green and it's mowed. So <laughs> I'm gonna count it as a victory. <laughs> oh, that's right. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> it's uniform in shape, size, and color. It's just not all the same plant out there. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a good time out there. And how's streaming going? Streaming's been actually pretty fun. Pretty good. Um, I really found a build that I liked and that was something that I guess I needed to sort of re-engage with PoE a little bit more seriously was to kind of like find my my own feet again. Yep. So I've been playing a CI Hexblast Trapper and mine, the mines version of the build does like way more damage, but I like the mana cost associated with traps and it allows me to fit more defensive auras and just play a generally tankier character, which is a playstyle that I enjoy. But it's been really fun. I've been farming up all sorts of stuff and getting really lucky on certain corruption outcomes and stuff like that. So it's been like a good league, made a fair bit of, you know, divines and have been able to bring the build pretty far and I might even do some challenges. We'll see. But it's kind of shocking. People are like, wait, you're still streaming? I'm like, yeah, I'm still streaming. <laughs> Over the past... Uh, year or so it's been like one thing after another at least sure. start and then something fucking happens and mm. like i can't play anymore but yeah it's been nice to actually spend some time with boe sweet uh how's your week ty about a week okay you have to click on the thing because to I don't remind yourself of what you oh right <laughs> that's why i don't remember my week I love that you my said, first point I had is a week and then it's not good <laughs> i had a great week it was not good uh no um I guess that's why I can't remember it. I had a brutal medical week, apparently. It says I was in lots of pain and exhausted every day. I was mapping each day. No, I was napping each day during the day. And I went to bed early every night. Mentally, I'm great. But physically, why? the end. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I did rake once. So I can see why like raking would just is so much work and so that i could see myself needing to fall asleep right after that and probably right after the kids go to bed but there's gotta say there's nothing like a nicely raked lawn yep if you know what i mean i mean if you have leaves so, i guess if you don't have leaves then what are you raking for you know <laughs> it's a just out there back scratching the lawn uh-huh there's nothing like how your car feels after an oil change if you have a car totally true Right. Totally so true. anyway, no, I had a, I had a good week, um, but I really don't remember it. So I must have just slept the whole time and I got to trust my notes on that one. But all of a sudden, here I am. Uh, kids are off school today and they are super excited because so tomorrow they have a very busy day. To normally tomorrow is their chores day. We, we, they wake up and then they begrudgingly do their laundry and clean their rooms, make their bed, all that kind of well, not make their bed, uh, switch their bedding, all that kind of stuff. And uh, they hate Saturdays as a result of that. 
and they're well no they're like a, they're like um they're like calvin and Hobbes, where it's like you know they set their alarm crazy early on the days off so they can get the most out of their day you know what i mean so and then um, dad wrecks anyway. it mm-hmm. uh-huh. amen <laughs> no they only have to do chores they're like oh, busy till noon okay. well, my daughter's busy all day because she'll take like eight hours doing her laundry mm-hmm. but um we're having they're really busy in the morning and then we have company coming over in the afternoon and so they're going to be busy so today they have the day off of school and so they're going to be doing their chores today but i also let them because we're doing the podcast and we have the private league today mm-hmm. i was just going to let them play video games for a stupid amount of time once their chores were done sweet and the excitement that there is for getting their rooms done is crazy i've never seen them work so fast <laughs> that's awesome so yeah it's gonna be a good day and my wife actually took she has a big um big thing coming up for work and so she took the day off of work today to stay home not realizing that it was a day off of work or day off of school for the kids so she's thinking she's gonna stay at home yeah, she's like damn it like, <laughs> yeah, right, right. yeah it's so, like a relaxation no. day don't have to do shit and then oh no kids are here yep uh-huh. it was definitely a mental prep day for her and now the kids are home and so hilariously and then there's this thing in the backyard we can't find it every now and then when Riley, that's my dog, goes out into the backyard. We have an enclosed backyard for people listening. And so we don't have to watch her. But every now and then she comes back. Like, so where we live, where with all the rivers around us and the valley and everything like that, it's dangerous taking your dog to the dog park. Most dog parks in our area in, in the fall, because that's when all the salmon that don't make it back their originating point they just they die on the shore and so a lot of the times when you're taking your dog for a walk in these dog parks there's just this nasty stink of dead fish every now and then of course dogs love that and they'll go and they'll roll in it so we just don't go to the dog park when when it's this time of year well every now and then when my dog's coming back from just going out in our backyard she comes back stinking like dead fish and she's been rolling in something and we can't find it anywhere Hmm. anywhere Sometimes she goes out and she comes back in. She's totally fine. But we can't find whatever it is that she's occasionally rolling in anywhere. And so now my wife's home from work. I'm recording and doing the private league. <laughs> and my kids, they can't wash the dog in the in the, the shower. It just wouldn't be thorough enough. Like I could get them to do it, but it's not like a normal shower. Like if you're actually trying to make it so that the dog doesn't get the stink on the furniture, the kids aren't good enough for that. So now my wife's home. She's trying to have a relaxing day. But the kids are home playing video games, going to be loud. I'm like screaming because I hate hardcore from the basement. And my dog needs to go out to the bathroom sometimes. And she's going to be the one that needs to. Glad do. I so took anyway, this day off. Right. Exactly. Yeah, she, only gets a, day off. <laughs> she only gets a certain amount of those a day. It's like a sitcom well, episode at this point. It is. It is. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I could see that you, you do that sitcom, right? And it's quite a funny show. But um yeah, she's um, she's had better days. Sweet. She's also sick. Oh, no. no. That's too bad. Yeah. So, Just, do you want to talk about your day? Uh, my day? Well, my my week has been good. It's yeah, sorry. Been, week. Uh, what, work's been wickedly busy. I mentioned that last week that this week was going to be insane, but such a good feeling week. Um, when When people quote us, BK, in our community, it's always... I can't remember my week and Justin had a busy week. Yep. I, it is, it is typically like that. Well, and I it, mean, as humans, we tend to fall into patterns. So. Yes, <laughs> it's true. Uh, it was, it was a, yeah, it was a good week. Really, really like really busy. I wasn't home a ton, but um, work's been awesome. 
I had a very, very fun time. Nice job, Ty. A very fun time uh, yesterday and uh, some big stuff happening with our company. So that was fun. And then I got back into 3D printing again with my son. So oh, my 13 nice. year old. He, so we had a 3D printer. He got into it and you helped him or you're into it and he's helping you. So like he's who's... in um, he's in musical theater and he's part of their tech crew in musical theater. And so part of their stuff was they, they he had this idea that they could just use our 3D printer to create props for this play that they're going to be doing. And mm -hmm. so him and I were working on getting some of these things built together and getting these props done. But then as that progressed, he started to get much more into it and he's using software to design his own stuff. And, and some of the, and then he wanted to design his, well not design, but like build his Halloween costume. But our printer, it's a Creality, I don't know, V3 end or something, but it wasn't big enough to print like helmets. And so I was like, I kind of want to get one that can do like, <laughs> of course you do, That's but awesome. this one can't make vehicles. Yeah, we can't do vehicles yet. So anyway, we, uh, we bought a, uh, a newer, like, or sorry, a bigger printer and, uh, it was a combination gift for him and I for our birthday. And so his, uh, his, yeah. So we, we started putting together his costume for Halloween. Okay. I don't know. So there's, he calls it FNAF, which drives me nuts. It's Five Nights at Freddy's, which I don't know much about. But, okay. Um, the, the reason that the FNAF bugs me is because he just says it so fast. And he's like FNAF, FNAF, FNAF. And I'm like, what are you, I don't know the words you're saying. There's this but, sound that's coming out of your mouth yeah, that I don't understand. That makes no sense at all. And it's a, it's like a bear or a bunny combination. I think it's a spring, spring something. Anyway, uh, so we actually have printed out like a full um, helmet and he's working on doing all of the um, he's using fabric for the helmet. And we've actually it's got a detachable jaw that will set up so that it works. And we bought stuff for the helmet and the ears. I'll send you a picture and show That's you. That's so cool. Yeah. So That's he's got really like crazy. really, really like big full into cosplay it. creation now at this yeah. point. That's so cool. And he, yeah, and he's loving it. And so it has caused me to also get back into, um, I sent it to you guys so you can see what I'm talking about. I'll put it in discord so see. people can see, uh, that's oh, missing that's still so cool. one ear. So it's still, there's still one big ear that's attached to the other side that actually bends over. But, um, yeah, it's, that's crazy. it's gotten me into playing now with the, the 3d printer. I will say too, once we started building that helmet and realizing how big you could actually make stuff on there, I was like. Well, I could use a Mandalorian helmet. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so it's been actually cool. really fun for him and I to play with that and come up with um, different ideas to print. And the deal for him with me was that um, I would get it for him as long as he was going to learn how to use software to build his own designs. Like, you know, it's right. one thing to yeah. cosplay stuff where you can find it online, but you can actually do useful stuff with it. So learn how to actually use the software. And he loves that stuff. So, yeah, it's been fun. The only problem is that we put it in his room because I wanted it. We had the littler one in our dining room. And then all of a sudden I started reading that that might not be safe. Like the PLA that, that is um, used when it um, does 3D printing might not be. There might be particles or something. So hmm. now hmm. I got other. I'm looking at buying an enclosure for it or I'm just going to move it to the garage, which he doesn't really want because he loves the, the fact that it's in his room. He's like, yeah. 
king in the Fancy castle. pants. Yeah. So is it expensive to buy all the stuff you need to make every product? Like I know nothing about 3D printing. No, his, I've never seen it in action or anything. His whole helmet uh, probably used up one spool, which costs like 30 bucks Canadian. Hmm. So no, I mean, and to, to, for us to buy that would cost me a fortune. Yeah. If you go so, on Etsy and try and buy that same thing, it's going to be like $200. Yeah. So, and it's fun because he gets to like, build it himself and you know right. it probably costs a little bit more than that when you consider you know we bought some airsoft padding for the inside and the material for the outside and you know some bearings for the jaw and stuff but in the end it, it won't cost us more than like 50 bucks and then a lot of that stuff he can reuse so all those helmets we're putting them in with velcro so that he can just pull out the padding and put it into another helmet when he makes that's cool yeah, yeah, so. yeah that's awesome yeah, it's been fun doing that with him. I just haven't had a ton of time. So he's he actually took it yesterday and today to uh, my parents-in-law place. And he's working with my mother-in-law and doing all the decorate. Oh, I don't know what it's called. Decor it's not decorating. It's like putting all the fabric on it and building it up and stuff. So it's been fun. Yeah. That is really, That's really, really cool. cool. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to get into, too. Some of the 3D art that I'm working is, except I want to pivot mine more towards making miniatures for like D&D &D and stuff like that. Yep. Um, painting them. I've always loved painting minis. So the idea of being able to design and then paint my own stuff is mm -hmm. like so incredibly exciting. So I'm my, hoping to get to that point. My brother has all of a sudden decided that he wants to start doing the minis and 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 painting them. And it's uh, really soothing work. It's like one of the only things that I can actually focus on, like a normal person. Like yeah, when I, I have a paintbrush in my hand, I can actually focus and stay with the task for longer than 10 minutes. It's incredible. Yeah, I don't think that's him. I don't think that's him at all. I think he's going to start it and then be like, nah, I don't like this. Oh, uh, no. Is this I, his winter project yeah, until corn comes back? Know, until something new <laughs> has to happen. I offered him my, my, my mother, our small, because I got to get rid of the other printer. I don't want to have two. Um, but the shipping wasn't a fucking bitch because I just uh, buy it from you. Yeah. I, I I was like, dude, if you want it, like his son loves the 3D stuff because they come over here and he gets like these little articulating things that Logan prints out and these little dinosaurs or dragons or whatever. And he loves it. And so I was like, but you're welcome to take this one. It's all upgraded. But he uh, I don't know if he asked and wasn't allowed or just decided he wasn't going to. I'm not sure <laughs> if it was too dangerous to ask or not. Yeah. So anyway, good week overall. I'm excited for the private league this week and I'll probably not get to play it until your uh, birthday, Saturday or Sunday, whenever I can finish this at editing our episodes. But, um, oh, well, my birthday's coming up. We're not at yeah. it yet. Happy birthday, Jess. Oh yeah. Next, next week. That's Happy my son's birthday, birthday too. I, I love, yes, it is. But I love that you were, um, it's easy. See, I get that because you and your son share a birthday. So as a parent, it's easy to actually forget it's your birthday. I it's love always sharing be a birthday. I love it. <laughs> All the attention I, automatically goes to yep, somebody else. I am not a birthday person <laughs> yeah. at all. And so it's so good. <laughs> but I love that you were talking about like you got a 3D printer because it's a shared gift for you and your son. Mm -hmm. And now when we're talking, you forgot that your birthday's coming. Well, I, yeah, I don't really remember when it is. But um, yeah, he's going to see some Five Nights at Freddy's movie on on our birthday with oh, his Five friends. Nights. Yeah, apparently, there's Freddy's a movie right. or whatever. It's FNAF. Yes. FNAF. FNAF, Dad. FNAF. It's like, just, FNAF. You can use your words. Don't get dumber. <laughs> you know, like we already we there's enough words that are already shortened. FNAF. But yeah, so that'll be fun. Where his birthday's uh, next week. Same with me. 
So cool. Yeah. All right. What do we got, Ty? Well, it's also GGG's birthday. Okay. So yeah, GGG's birthday, October 23rd. And if you do the math, it's finally easy math. It's 10 years. Well, I guess GGG's not 10 years old, but uh, the Windows PC release. Oh. Was 10 years ago, October 23rd. I should really go back and double check my dates and just to be sure. That's what it says. That's what it says. Because I also have alpha dates and beta dates in there. So what? That must have been the end of beta. Listen, buddy. My note says Windows PC release. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's what you get. That's the birthday. I didn't go deeper than this. This is is the final thought. Well, no, because all, all the other you. notes, the other notes <laughs> well, I'm say just saying what the I other stuff is. I joined in 2012, and you're saying this is 2013, so it must have been the end of beta. Well, you joined... Well, no, it, this is the official release. You joined in beta before the official release. That's all I'm asking. You Gosh. already know the answer. <laughs> just uh, hilarious. The worst. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, like, lots of hate just for you. Anyway, happy birthday, GGG. We're all happy for you. Yep. Good. Stupid Justin. Cool. Rude. All right. Sorry about that massive picture there in for the Ty's got this week in, in POE and all it is is one giant picture. What do you got though? Well, it's just because I got it. I want to remember which MTX I got. So I just added the picture to my comment and it adds it as a separate comment. It adds it to my comment and then it adds it as the main picture you for bought the a, entire notes. No, MTX? it was the free MTX. Oh, how do you get a free one? Oh, they have a sale going on. What? You know those sales? It's well, it's Halloween, so you get they they have their seasonal MTX back. Okay, oh, right, like sweet. creepy cool. pets that mm-hmm. all like you know the dead floating. Is that girl? Yeah, there's oh, a hideout skeleton. that is only available during Halloween too. So if you're a hideout collector, make sure you get it because oh, really? it's only on sale during Halloween. Yeah, the oh. entombed hideout. Hmm. Cool. Is as yes the the dancing skeletons. Yeah, my yes, favorite. I love the with speakers. their arms flailing. So awesome those are there so anyway i really like that i already have my two skeletons i bought i made sure over the years to i now have two on pc and two on console hell yeah so what um, what did you how did you get a free you just get a free mystery box by spending points and there wasn't anything that i was willing to spend points on so i just got a way to well you know what you don't get it for adding slots to the private league apparently does not give you the free thing you'd probably have to buy points and then put the slots in oh yeah oh because you have to by point well mm-hmm. i thought it was if you spend yeah. no, it's spending it's spending it? points so if oh, you buy okay. they have a little thingy that says if you buy a support pack that's not spending points oh. you can spend the points from buying your support pack well, so, i have to spend points every time we add 10 people i guess yeah. in the store though not in the private league it's different F you. so on console when these sales happen i buy a weta because it's 50 cents um, but on PC, because I don't really do the pets and it's more about the guild hideout, I buy the guild hideout leaves that fall. Oh, man. And that's, Hell and yeah. that's a dollar. Falling so, leaves decoration. Let's go. So hey, at some point, people are have? going to be able to see anything. <laughs> walk into the hideout. Just it's just falling leaves. What's the limit? It. It's like yeah. 700 or something. Yeah, 750 falling leaves. <laughs> And it, yeah. So Map anyway, device. there's about twelve leaves. <laughs> I just put them all on. Well, it's funny. I like to actually put the falling leaves on everything that is important to me. So there's the map device. Mm-hmm. There's the MTX for the Atlas War Table, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I know I can just bring that up with the menu, I like to walk to it and click it. 
and then it brings up my atlas. So then there's that. And then, of course, there's the stash. There's the guild stash because people use it and the map. Device. Are the falling so, leaves like pretty wide the or are they pretty narrow? Yeah, for what they it's cover? about half a it's about half a screen. OK, but they fall from an undetermined point up above. So it's not like you don't want them on the lower side of your hideout because then they're just always in front of you, no matter where you are kind of mm. thing. So you always kind of put them at the north side of the hideout so that they're not they're more background as opposed to actually falling in front of your character. Mm. But anyway, yeah, there's uh, eventually going to be a bunch. But yeah, so that there was that sale. Uh, what did they have? They had the hideout competition winners. Mm. And there were so many good ones that they actually added a second tier of runner ups and gave prizes to them, oh, which awesome. I thought was really thoughtful. Yeah, really nice. I still think uh, I, I mean, uh, that's really cool. I still think they are missing out by not putting those hideouts that win on like a two, three day sale. Oh, like the hideout bases? Like a bundle where you just like well, buy like, it all or so, something like that? Or? Well, so like the competition winner in this case, they've got mm -hmm. the top three winners and they whatever whatever base that they use for designing the hideout, put that base on sale for like two or three days because people will see it, want to buy it because in most of these cases you can copy their, like most of them you can download yeah. the hideout. Mm -hmm. I feel like you could sell the hideouts a lot better if you took the couple winners. Plus that makes them feel special. Like we talked about this last week because Suzu, one of the people on our Discord, they did the build of the week last week. And GGG then all of a sudden put on a Herald, was it Herald sale? Yeah, a sale of Heralds. Yeah. Because that build was so heavy focused, they basically tied a sale into that and then sold a ton of them. I just think they should take advantage of these things that they do and then make some more money. Yeah, anyway, makes sense. That's cool though. Very cool. Yeah, so congratulations to everybody that won. That's pretty amazing. And the, the, the hideouts were astonishing. Like, I loved every single one of them. Yeah. They were just oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah. cool and they, unique. Yeah. Like, the creativity and the talent in the sphere of people that do hideouts now is just incredible. Yeah, it is. It is amazing. And it's funny because I, I keep saying that I, I want GGG to revamp and make it more user-friendly for Path of XL 2, how they make hideouts. But it still like blows me away what people can do with how finicky the system is with the different angles and altitudes of different MTX. It's amazing that people can come up with such precise, I don't know, detail, I guess you can say, and have it correspond so well. Yeah. My favorite thing is when they take a bunch of random ass decorations and then make something completely new out of it. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, I took a bunch of, you know, decorations and I made a fucking spider out of it. And you're like, how the <laughs> fuck did you do that? And like, right. it looks mm -hmm. so good, too. No, it's the stuff that always amazes me because like I can't even begin to like perceive that, let alone like invent that from scratch. And I'm just in That's awe right. of it every time I see it. Yeah, I definitely you see can. that decoration. That's all I see. That's that decoration. It has to be that. And that's exactly what Where's it's going to be. Where's the spider? Where's the giant spider? <laughs> <laughs> right. Meanwhile, the guy's like, yeah. well, it's a combination of this rock in part 24 and this stick. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm lost. But even just to know how to hide them, like what clips together, like there's so much that seems glitchy to me, but it seems to just naturally coincide with some people's minds. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. People make. I love that they make them downloadable. Let yes, me steal yeah, that's fantastic. So even yep. if they don't do the sale, at least you can figure out what's what. Mm -hmm. uh, they also had the uh, community showcase for some... Um, oh, the art? The art, yep. yeah. That's crazy. And it's always amazing what people do. I'm at the... Like, I don't know when people brag about art. I 
and I don't know how anybody does know. I don't know how people can tell the difference between if it was made by AI or not. Mm. But, um, uh, you know, anytime somebody posts art, I just assume that they did it themselves. And I, I think, think when that it's, it's stuff that's amazing. super like built into trials, it would be tough to use AI um, if they're incorporating stuff like from within the game itself. But I agree mm. with you. Sometimes it is tough to tell. Yeah, no, really cool one. And I'm especially fond of the Navali one. That one just looks really awesome. Very um, down to earth and realistic. And I love Navali. So, hmm. yeah. Uh, what else? We talked about the seasonal. I couldn't see the the hideout that you mentioned earlier, BK. I went to search for it. Do you, do you remember what the base is called? For which the one? Halloween. Well, uh, the Halloween. It is the called seasonal the Entombed one? Hideout, I believe. I saw it. Did you? It was there. Yeah, it was like the second one, I think, on their list of the sale stuff. Second or third. Entombed Hideout. But if you click it, it opens up a YouTube video because it scared me. So I was like, ah, quiet, <laughs> quiet, quiet. <laughs> oh, no. But it's like the, uh, what's that? What What's the map where you fight those three skeleton bosses? It looks like yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the arena from that. Yeah, where they come out of the caskets. Hmm. Yeah. That, well, I don't like that boss fight. It, you got to fight them over and over and over. But combined, they can be quite the prick. Yeah, they They're do a unkind. lot of damage. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they had a character skills in Path of Exile video come out this week as well. So New? still haven't had or... the opportunity to. Well, it's this is a um, their finally edited versions. Oh, of, Exocon. Um, okay, Exocon. Cool. So it will be good to go back through all of those. I, you know, what would be really fun is going back and comparing the talks and see if they cut anything out or dubbed over anything. So. Hopefully people don't notice stuff that maybe they accidentally said at XLCon. Hmm. I doubt it. Shut up. That would be great. Yeah. So well, you're going <laughs> to listen back for that. He's going to have no, the two running side can. by side. He's got the whole <laughs> screen so and the YouTube. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Something whoa, didn't line whoa, up whoa. here. <laughs> That's right. Why did they take that sneeze out? That's right. Mm-hmm. I'll did they accidentally say something? <laughs> That's right. But unfortunately, the massive sale that they're having again, which is fantastic. Um, I went to go look through their specials and again, it was another one that's the same complaint that I had last, um, I think it was last week or two weeks ago when they were doing their big hideout sale. They just don't have a good filtering system Mm. for their store. And to me, the mentality of the, the, like you go to Ikea, you go to Walmart, you go to Home Depot online, like the faster it is that you can find what you're looking for and relevant products, the faster it is, the easier it is to make a sale. And it's just crazy to me that there's the only thing you can do on their MTX site after clicking the extremely generic selection like hideouts or skill MTX. The only searchability you have is keywords. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I can't go to the skill MTX and just select all minion MTX. You know, I can't just search for only gloves because it might not be gloves. It could be greaves or something like that. You know what I mean? Like there's just not a good tagging system. Yeah, definitely. And then by uh, type and otherwise, like you drag purple in and see all the purple stuff or boots and see all the boots or pets and see, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like even having something like where it's just a specific, like, you know, if they say something like I'm looking for the unicorn looking thing, yeah, like if I don't know, if I don't remember the word Pegasus, I have to scroll through 10,000 pets, right? As opposed to having a drop-down menu that has a generic aspect and for them to have a predetermined one where it's like you know you click on hideouts and it's just hideout decorations or it's just bases or 
you know, like certain themes, you know, where it's more realistic looking or more magic y, like, you know, like the madcap stuff. Like, it would be nice if they had something a little bit more for that. Even the ability to um, price point, all, show me all MTX under two bucks. Right. Yeah, show can. me all yeah, MTX under yeah. 300 points. Right. That would be amazing. So, anyway, I was frustrated enough again that um, I made a post about it, hoping, like, wording it in a way that I hope that their website becomes more user considerate for Path of XL 2's release because there's so many other stuff that we've talked about recently so I won't go on to it but just BK as other things that I was saying like they have um a seasons and events tab on their website well nobody knows what a season is unless they've actually neglected that for 10 years and it's supposed to say leagues and events mm-hmm. because seasons don't exist but even their events page doesn't have anything to do with their boss event no announcement no nothing it's just constantly blank um yeah, just the small stuff like that, like how we, when you go to create a filter on the website, they don't actually give you a filter to edit. So you have to have you have to have every single item in the game ready to edit yourself. Like you have to know where to find it and edit it yourself, you know, those kind of things. So even like clicking on the mods section on the website and it's just a of mods, there's no organizational system or way to filter it or learn anything from it. So. Anyway, I was just hoping that the website becomes a little bit more user. I guess consider it's the word because they're not really thinking of the user experience when they are only putting half of what they could available. So that's kind of what I did. So unfortunately, that's what the big sale instead of exciting me. Maybe it's because I already had my sweet skeletons, but that's uh, that's where it brought me. Hmm. But I did get I did spend points and uh, I got two free mystery box, one for console and one for PC. Nice. And what did you get? Well, you see, I was going to be disappointed with them no matter what, even though there's a lot of really good ones because you, you set spent yourself one up to be mystery angry. box. Well, yes, because you got <laughs> Justin got one mystery box and normally like he's he's fine buying lots if that's what he feels like doing with his points. He has no problem with that. And so a lot of the times he'll get stuff he doesn't like, but a lot of the times he gets something that he really does like. And he only opened one mystery box this league and it was the map device that has the timer on it. And I really want that. I can't wait till it goes to the normal store, but I'm not going to go and spend five bucks a mystery box to see if I get something I could like. So uh, on console, I was going to be disappointed with it no matter what, but this one's kind of fun. I got the um, one of the demon graft back attachments. That's like the flexing oh, arms. Yeah. arms or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they like punch the ground or flex and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So got that on console. And then this massive picture in our notes, the haunted Seth. Phallopod tricorn. No, it's good. So it's a hat. It's a hat. Tricorn. At the site of a yeah, octopus face. The site of the torment of a tormented spirit sends the octopus on your head into a rage. So now you have to go back to tormented spirits. Yep, not gonna happen. Oh (laughs) no. (laughs) I spec out. So yeah. So anyway, ended with tormented. (laughs) It it kind of is. Yeah, (laughs) mixed with rogues. It's. unkind well that's cool so, yeah that was this week in poe it was pretty small and slow but uh, did you guys open any mystery boxes i haven't i have to make sure i get a weta though before the weekend's up is that when or the falling leaves i imagine how long is the so, sale do you know is it just during the sale the that they do that where if you spend it yeah. you get a mystery box and yeah, is it a current a mystery days, box usually. yeah the current yes one. it is a current mystery oh, box cool so i can get something else i'll have to get a weta as well yeah. If you get another map device, are there two are, versions of the map device of the three. clock? Three of the clock? 
Yeah. Or really? Well, I'm going to be more mad than you if I get another freaking clock map device. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's three different color versions of it. Bronze, silver, uh, and gold. Looking at the sheet right now. I think I got up. a silver one. I don't even remember. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, get yourself that Weta or Falling Leaves for an extra 50 cents. Yep. All right. Neither BK. are on sale, though. Neither of those are on sale. Well, oh, how no. much is the Weta? Full price. 50 cents. Uh, so Wait you've been for a playing, sale. <laughs> you've been playing, can you tell us more about your build, like what you're doing in game? Um, so hex blast traps, I'm going, well, this, I started on, it was like, um, bleed bow build and the guy, there's nothing against the build, but I learned a lot of stuff about myself playing it again. So right. it was a useful experience, even though I didn't really end up taking the build very far. It's just like I have confirmed once and for all that weapon dependent leveling is not something that I'm ever going to do on a leak start. Like mm -hmm. when you have to have certain weapon damage for the build to feel good in a time when your resources are always dire like they are at the beginning of a league. Like it doesn't feel very good. So it's much easier to stick with things that scale by gym levels, which is why caster builds are always so popular as league starts. Um so after that build kind of didn't work out, I just sort of thought about like, like all right, well, what do I want to do? What's really popular right now? And I'd seen videos for the life stacking version of Hexblast Mines. And then I remembered that someone um, from the community, Bash was like, oh, well, I played Hexblast Traps last league or during Sanctum League. And I was like, well, cool. Because one, I didn't get to play very much of Sanctum. So I want to do that this league now that it's back. And then two is like, yeah, sure. I'll do I'll do the hipster thing and play traps instead of mines, whatever. I don't care. Um, and so, yeah, um, I really love CI builds. They're really, really comfy to me. I like energy shield based builds. And so yeah, kind of those. just focusing on a lot of things that I have kind of come through building other CI builds to make something really, really comfy. Got a character that feels really, really good. Um, so you're doing traps, not mines? Yeah. So with mines and they have, you know, like mines reserve your mana mm -hmm. and also have like mana cost and stuff like that. And so I wanted to go pretty heavily defensive on my auras, which meant that as a CI build rather than like a low life build, I have to, I don't get to reserve my life pool. So I have to be like really cautious with my reserve reserve because I only have so much mana. So it made more sense to me to go traps instead allowed me to reserve more of my actual mana for uh defensive auras and then through like a flask use and some other mana cost reduction tech was able to make traps even with their insane mana cost like feel pretty good it's a really comfy build um the downside to trap support is that of course the, the gym itself is like dog shit garbage when compared to either a high impact or blast chain mine support because traps have been allowed to languish for a really long time without any sort of like clever or clever new uh, support gems or like, you know, a reimagining of the support gem itself. Um, so like the ceiling cap on traps over mines is like the ceiling is much, much lower. So if I want to go on and do like Ubers this league, I'll have to reconfigure my character a little bit and probably fit in mines. But for the content that I'm doing, which is farming Maven invitations, it's been fine. It's been good. Uh, are you like doing that all yourself? Like running the maps, getting the Maven invitations yeah, yeah, and then yeah. doing the invitations? Mm -hmm. What's the goal with Maven invitations? What's the, how, how's the, what's that set up? Like what's the, how is that 
So it's a lot of boss rushing in general. Like I combined it with I'm hunting up uh, double corrupt altars from incursion Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to get some certain outcomes and stuff. Like I hit my plus one to power charge on my helmet in one. So I was like, oh, already get to move on to the next task. Okay, cool. But it works really good with Alva because like it's a lot of boss rushing. So you open a map, you hunt for Alva. If Alva's not there, you just go right to the end to the boss. And then on normal witness bosses, um, Maven spits out two, one to three extra normal bosses, like from other maps and stuff like that, that are randomized. And then they can also drop all of their associated loot. So what you do is you stack all of the different stat or all the different stuff that gives you the extra guardian maps and synthesis maps and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you can get all of those from them too. So basically you just shit out like heaps and heaps and heaps of guardian maps. Hmm. Whether it's Shaper or Elder Slayer or, that. yeah. And, I thought um, they were just for XP. I didn't yeah, so realize basically that the then extra you map. You use those okay. maps to load up your invitations and then you just do your invitation and you can either run the Mavens yourself or sell the Maven invitations if you don't really want to, or the Maven, like her invitation, like to go fight her. You mm-hmm. can either sell her or run her depending on like how you feel about your build and stuff like that. And then you generate a lot of extra fragments. You can sell your Uber Elder and Shaper fragments and all that other kind of stuff if you want to, or you can run them. Like I run all of the bosses just because I enjoy it. Maven too? Mm-hmm. So that's what Come I've on. been doing. It's just like lots and lots of like mid-tier bossing, I guess, since now that you have all of the Uber Pinnacle stuff, it's like that's a tier higher. So these, I guess, would be like mid-tier boss farming. Hmm. It's been that's pretty cool. good, pretty profitable, really steady. It's not like an insane like oh my god, I'm just shitting out divines and I have so much fucking currency. Like, it is not something that makes a ton, but it's a steady supply. And I've been playing a little bit more SSF because I've had to do so much relearning from being mostly gone from the game for like a year, let's be honest. Like, I haven't played as intensely as I used to, except for this league. And so since I'm having to relearn so much, I've been taking, uh, kind of putting this build together in like a more SSF sort of fashion so farming up my own double corrupts and kind of trying to find different solutions to stuff in like less conventional ways than just get lots of money and then solve problem with money and i've been enjoying it is the atlas then primarily focused on just incursion and then those map drops drops and then the maven stuff yeah because you you have the points left over to kind of like filter Mm -hmm. in some of the extra stuff that you enjoy um so i have harby and essence on there because i do a lot i've been doing like a little a lot of crafting Mm -hmm. um i love crafting with essences because it's just brain dead easy um so th- I've been making some some profits from that as well. And then as well as like just bulk trading stuff. And then Harbinger, I'm uh, determined to complete a fracturing orb or five. And uh, <laughs> okay. I haven't gotten super lucky yet, but that's if my you're goal. Mad, I'm, uh, rushing the boss, are you actually looking for them or just if you happen to come across them? Um, Usually they I picked Harbinger and Essence because they stick out like a sore fun thumb. Like as you are going through the map, you'll see them. You just stop mm-hmm. and do it really fast and then just keep going. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't want it to be like Abyss or something like Legion where there's like all this extra time involved. It's just like you stop, you you basically throw a bunch of traps down and then go on yeah. with your life. Hmm. That's cool. Have you tried much of the Tota? I have. It's actually been really, really interesting and really, really fun, but also like kind of frustrating, but also really, really fun. So 
there's some i don't know it's so hard to make a mechanic like that in an action rpg where then like you have to then balance around players builds too because they've made the commitment that you're going to be down there with all of the enemies and stuff too versus like auto battler which is like a, a, a purely top-down sort of experience where you just control units and there's no you there Mm-hmm. And so, like, ultimately, as a design challenge, it's got to be really, really hard because, like, every there's so much different build diversity and, like, so many things players are capable of. It can be really hard sometimes to just, like, to come up with, like, these little unit behaviors, AIs, what they do, their abilities, and how they play, like, that then also are balanced but aren't also broken. So, like, there's a lot of, remember, everyone's bitching about the turtle, right? <laughs> towards the beginning of the league and stuff like that and i just think it's cool that it's gotten into the state that it is so far and how playable it is like people just live in there Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it's amazing and the retention value like i'm seeing just so many posts on reddit are about like i finally came out of tota you know i finally did this i find like but the, it's just like that's all they're doing and they're yeah. just having a great time and i, love I it. like that i like it too because yeah. it's like more accessible than like because like my favorite content that's sort of like the in-game alternative has been simulacrum for the longest time like i really really love simulacrum and it's like it's cool that this mechanic is something that you can just buy a stack of coins and go live in right whereas like something like heist you have to have the contracts to run and the coins and all this other kind of stuff so i love this sort of like plug and play readiness of it and the ability to choose like i'm going to sit down and do this and instead of buying like inventories of contracts you just get to have a stack of coins and that's like super convenient and Mm -hmm. uh, as far as the different alternative in games are concerned i like it actually better than sanctum I'm learning, but I haven't given Sanctum its like full full playthrough yet. I'm just getting started on it. Um, but yeah, so as like first impressions between the two, not having played either of them to like a super in game yet. Like I think it's more approachable. I think it like kind of makes you think a little bit. I like the uh, sort of early accessibility of it as far as like you can choose to buy and utilize units that are beneficial to your weaknesses. So like if you need to round out something, if you have high damage, but like you fall over dead so easily like you can make decisions that sort of counterbalance that and i think that's pretty cool that you can come into it like there's always going to be like a effective way to play right like there's going to be like these are the best units to have and this is the best strategy and this is how you can kind of go this is how you defeat this other team but there's still room that if you want to kind of disconnect from the best of and kind of just have a fun experience of your own making as you learn and get defeated and all that other kind of stuff, I feel like there's a lot of room for that too. I think for me, the like I do like the idea behind Tota. Um, what I struggle with though is somewhat countered by your comment about the fact that they have to find a way to balance all the craziness of builds, which does make sense, but. What I felt as I've gotten higher up into tears is just that I am just a distraction. I can't be part of the fight because everything one shots me and I'm insanely tanky, but it just doesn't matter. So like uh, that was the only thing that I struggled with was that I didn't really feel like I was getting to actually fight. I was just more a run around and hit the, you know, try and pull them off of people or try and hit some of the the totems down and so it started to get frustrating where i was like well i i really liked it in the beginning because i was fighting i would play defensively and let my guys do their thing and then as you get higher up into some of the higher tiers like literally any hit is almost a one shot yeah it and becomes like, zero like evasion, you're just at like some point. right yeah 
So I love the idea behind it. I just didn't, I didn't go back into it with a different type of build that was maybe more evasion based, but even then still, I'm, my whole goal would be just to try and hit totems because yeah, the fighting part of it got really frustrating because there were so many one shot mechanics and I was like, all right, I don't like this. And it's I hard love to the like idea scale it too. It right. doesn't, it's not surprising that super in-game stuff feels a bit like deep delve mm -hmm. where it's like either kill or be killed or I, I've heard, I actually haven't seen any of the, the posts or YouTubes and stuff, but I've heard like one of my mods has been playing like the cheese build for like really high Toto ratings where it's like you don't do any damage at all, but like the character is just pure defense so that you can like run around and channel on totems and stuff like that. And like, mm. that's apparently one of the sort of like strategies that have emerged when you have a complex system like Path of Exile and then you push it against a mechanic like that. People can use the creativity and the mechanics to solve it essentially. I think the one I saw was early on was everybody was using Void Spear, Void Sphere to just like suck the enemies away, gotcha. which was quite funny. I don't know if it even still works, but it which, was fun. Yeah, <laughs> they they remove taunt completely from the mechanic, but then Void Sphere is fine. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. BK, can I ask you a couple questions about? Oh, actually, before we go, I want to ask you two things about your Atlas passive tree that you were mentioning. But mm -hmm. um, because we're on Toad, I may as well bring it up. I really hope tattoos go core. I think Same. that is just ingenious. I don't I like and this isn't a criticism. It's just a personal preference. I don't like Tota, so I hope it doesn't get into the game. But then again, like I didn't like Sanctum and people loved the Sanctum. And so that go, went into the game and that kind of stuff. But um, I really, really hope tattoos, whether they're tied to the league mechanic or not, I really hope they're just normal drops. But I really want the different tattoos they have to go in the game. Revamp them, do whatever you need to so that they're appropriate for the core game. But just that concept of being able to use like the value of attributes on your gear now because of tattoos is so much better. Like just an amulet that gives you a hundred of whatever attributes just to give you that extra amount so that your travel nodes are less valuable to you so you can use them for tattoos. I just love that concept. I think it's so cool. And the fact that they work in a way, some of them have that diameter value to it, kind of like how some jewels have that perimeter mm -hmm. value to it as well. I, ju I just think that's so, so cool. So I really hope that goes core. I agree. I think it's a really clever system to work with all of the ways that the Atlas is already manipulated, but still provide something yep. completely fresh and new that still allows people to fine tune their builds. Yeah. And one thing that I, I mentioned to Justin a long time ago at the beginning of the league, but I love how like cultural it is like so much so yes. many times like we're playing through the game and you don't feel like you're a part of it you know the story you know the lore we're all thankful for kitten cat noodles um videos so that we actually know what's going on but I, I don't ever feel a part of it i'm never immersed in the story and for some reason just the sake of having tattoos and they're called tattoos but then you have that little psh, official sound effect psh, of Incredible. whatever like when you put it on and you see it like you actually feel like you're being a little bit more immersed in the culture. And I'm reminded of the culture. And I, I actually really like that intertwining of just that connection between culture and what I'm doing on the tree. It makes it feel like I'm actually putting it on my character. Absolutely. So it's, it's cool. Yeah. I want to ask you about Harbinger in essence. I know they're um, common things that people use on Atlas Passive Trees because you can guarantee them in your maps so early on um in your atlas passive tree exploration but um you were saying that um you like to do a lot of crafting with 
essence. Yeah. Um, I the only thing that I can think of when it comes to essence, like that's just chaos spamming in a way, right? Except that it's essence spamming, but it's chaos spamming. Right. Yep. How is that? How you go about it, or are you like, is there something that I'm missing with how crafting? There's a works couple with different things that you can do. So like, you can combine them with fractured orbs or fractured, sorry, uh, bases, and so two out of six things are always guaranteed: the thing from the essence and the thing that's locked in place. Sure. Um, so that kind of like, well, as I go around and find like certain fractures that are decently well, like a high res roll here or something like that, like I usually like will kind of scroll those off to the side. And then the essences have a huge variety of different outcomes as far as like the things that they can do to gear. Um, there's like so many different little tricks and shenanigans that you can get up to. Like you can use an essence mod on a belt that will give you like 60% chance to avoid being shocked. But when you combine that with the storm shield jewel that makes all of your elemental avoidance globally the same as your highest one, well, it's really easy to get shock capped because that huge amount of it is already on your belt. And then you can become ailment immune in a way that you don't have to run like purity of elements or run some other stuff. Like maybe your jewel can't, or like your build can't accommodate losing more than one jewel slot to be immune to ailments in like other ways. So there's like hmm. these little puzzles that you can solve with different essence crafts that are really, really neat. And so it requires kind of like stumbling across these outcomes and learning the markets and figuring out what people are doing. But there's some like generic ones that are always good, right? So like there's movement speed. You can put those on boots, right? To guarantee the high, you know, like a high movement speed roll. You can use life ones on chest pieces, like the stuff that's like really, really straightforward sure. and easy. But then yeah. there's other stuff too. Like people want a lot of mana reserve reduction because people really love auras. Well, there's an essence where you can put that on a helmet. And, you know, like there's certain stuff that you can combine. And it's not like high-end crafting where you need a lot of brain power. And that's kind of what I like about it too. It's like I can just sit down sure. and kind of just like throw some essences at the stuff. Like it's probably, I would probably have made more money bulk selling all of my essences. But I enjoy the act of like, you know, playing the slot machine. Like what, what else do you play PoE for? And so it's mm -hmm. kind of fun, True. you know? All right. And when you are doing your, um, essence spamming, do you do the top tier, the deafening, or do you do yeah, lower I push tiers it all so it to deafening. at do? the beginning? Like when I'm crafting, yeah. shrieking? when I, when I craft, well, yeah, you can stop at shrieking too. It's kind of like what you're comfy with at my point. Like to me, the essences are like mine and I don't care. Like if they're, so I just use them, right? So like you can decide for yourself, like, do I want the money out of this or do I want to just like have the experience of throwing stuff at it and seeing what happens? And I'm kind of more about the experience than I am about the the, the bottom dollar or the bottom chaos, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Your so. build, um, do you just wipe out the essence monsters when they're done? Because they can be pretty... Um, so the coolest thing about traps and mines bastardy. is that a lot of the bosses have the hidden modifier that makes them more resistant to damage the first couple of seconds that they're alive essences don't have that so you can literally throw okay. all of your traps out and then click it and the guy gets blasted to the moon and he's dead instantly so that's why mm -hmm. it's a really good uh, mechanic to utilize around stuff that you have preset damage like that okay like even sense. an srs build is the same way where you can sit there and summon all 20 srs and then click the guy out of it and they just turn around and whop them so Wow. Yeah. It's okay. the sound that they make. If you ever listen to SRS without MTX, that's the sound. I swear. It's like, <laughs> 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 
there's a, there's, an, uh, there's a normal enemy that dies like that too there's i think they're in the val temples um they're like those weird snake things that shoot darts when you kill them they go bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and then but, but because they're a big mob it's a whole bunch of them and then there's um another mob that i love oh it's the ghosts oh i love mm. killing the ghosts because every time they die ah, ah, so you get a whole ah, it's 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 great I want to ask you also about Harbinger. Uh, mm-hmm. Is the only reason you're in Harbinger for the fracturing orb? Hope it's uh, is that kind it? of just. Or what else do you uh, like? Well, Harbinger was my first league, and people fucking hated it. People were like, "This is Penny League. I don't want to pick up alchemy shards. Fuck this mechanic." <laughs> but it was my first league, and of course, I have you know like certain sentimentality attached to it, and yep. it also just comes back down to the fun factor for me, like. Yeah, like I like crafting, so having like a steady flow of exalt shards and anul shards for anulling orbs and exalt stuff is like fun because I've I've been slamming my gear, Slam. closing my eyes and slamming my gear like Chris Wilson intended, and um you know so those are nice to have and you get those through that and then the harby orbs are always fun to try and get the uh, harbinger map because it's a little nice little chunk of XP whenever you run it the beachhead map. And then, you know, fracturing orbs are nice too. And ancient orbs are always fun to throw at belts because you never know if you get lucky or not. You know, give them my blood. Can you get a headhunter to get something nice? So So you do bother with the harbinger boss too? Yeah, it's just the fun, the fun factor, really. Like, is it cool to get fracturing orbs? Yeah, hell yeah. And it's cool to get all the other stuff too. But for most people, they wouldn't take the time that it takes to interact with a harbinger to get that stuff because there's other things that you can interact with with for the same amount of time and make more money sure but it's just Mm. the it's the nostalgia and the fun factor all right you find it worthwhile to invest or to have the harbinger boss show up yeah yeah because i mean he can be kind of scary but like i don't know if it i think you generally just get like more currency shards from him so there's like Mm. i don't i you have to be careful what you say sometimes about poe stuff you're like oh that's a greater chance at fracturing shards and then people will be like um actually uh it's you know actually standardized drop rate across all types of currency shards so you're not actually gonna you know, i mm-hmm. but you know it's a big boss it's more stuff to fight it's fun i don't care it's not very dangerous to me so i just you know cool yep good for you fun per hour that's one of our 20 mottos <laughs> hashtag fun per hour well you know like the thing is is that like if i try to come back to poe and i immediately try to step back into the role that i'm a player that i no longer am all i'm going to do is burn myself out like yes brittle knee a year and a half ago was at the top of her game like i was fucking good at path of exile but i haven't played path of exile in a really long time with any sort of seriousness that would be required to maintain a skill level of that nature because one information in path of exile changes every single league and then two new stuff is added and other stuff is deleted so like i have to learn from Mm -hmm. you know a starting point again and i figured the last thing i needed to do was to set expectations for myself that i had literally no fucking hope of achieving burnout feel like a failure and then stop playing early Mm mm-hmm and so like my my determination with this league was like i'm just gonna fucking have fun fuck it you know i do that every league (laughs) (laughs) well it's different you know when you're streaming and and everything is tied to that but since getting the library job like my income isn't as tied to it anymore so i can afford to like relax and i think that's really the only reason why 
I've been able to stick with it this time around versus the other times. It's just because like without that background pressure of like, you have to be a certain way because you are a streamer making a living off of this game. And like you carry the weight of the expectations of everyone around you. It's like, it's much nicer to just kind of be like, you know what? I don't know everything. I'm actually pretty bad at this game now. No, I can't fight an Uber boss, but you know what? Maybe we get there and I'll learn how to get there. That's awesome. I don't think anybody like, I mean, obviously a lot of that is, is in your head, like in a, not in a bad way or a good way, but like your expectations is, you know, what you're comparing yourself to and your previous things. But when people look at you, whether it's your, you know, the the people that are watching you, they're not going to see, wow, you're, you're worse at the game. You know what I mean? They still see you very capable of doing everything that you want, but I think it's really awesome that you're open enough to be able to say that you're, despite the fact that, you know, you're concerned about income and you are a streamer that you are playing for fun per hour not for the impressiveness per hour and that's huge because it does allow you to play the game long term but of course enjoy it but then most importantly enjoy your time which has that massive reflection of how you enjoy your time when you're not playing poe too right when you do things that you're not really doing for yourself it makes all the time that you spend outside of that time a lot worse as well. So good for you for being honest. And thank you very much for saying that. I think you're still absolutely fantastic at the game. (laughs) I look forward to getting back on top of things again. And I think it'll come in time, just like it came in time when I first started playing. So I think, it, you know, give me a couple leaks and I'll I'll get it. I'll get it back under control. But well, it'll be a journey until then. And I, I intend to enjoy it. For sure. And but it's kind of fun to go back and forth too, right? Like when you get that time to yourself and you take that year off or a league off, whatever it is, but then you come back and you have that new feeling of, okay, a couple things I need to learn. Where are people getting this stuff from? How are people doing this now? Like it's kind of fun to go back and forth and know everything for a bit and then relearn stuff for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good for you. Just you play this week with your really, really, really busy week. No, but I'll be able to ask it next week. Anything. Yeah, I'll be I'll be playing today for a little bit, so yeah. no big deal. No biggie. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, in three, two and a half minutes. Oh, two minutes. It just ticked. Oh, man. I was just gonna say you never know with digital clocks, but I just saw it turn to nine fifty eight. In two minutes, I hope many people die in our private league. Get ruined many times when, uh, we used over. to shout cast the races whenever someone would die in mud flats. So we'd call it mud flattened. Oh, awesome. They got mud flattened. Sweet. Yeah, we've been there. We've been there many times. I got mud flattened on my first character this league. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, yay, guys, I'm back. Bam. Laid out. Fucking 10 <laughs> minutes into the stream. <laughs> what did they That's change? Awesome. Let me go read those patch notes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> They go to mud flats and in the in the little notes it says, nothing's been changed for 10 leagues. No. <laughs> did you play Ty? I did, but um, you're coming close to your time, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Anything quick? No. Was it good? Was it successful? Well, I've been playing a lot with my Atlas passive tree, but not in-game, out-of-game. Like, I'm going... So, Oh, yeah, this one's actually quite funny, so we can finish with this if you like. So remember last week or the week before, I said I was going through Delve? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, and, you know, I got the Parrot MTX, but I kind of wish now, like, I never thought I would do Delve because I never really liked it. So I'm, uh, you know, I never bothered getting the bear MTX. They had the support packs last league of there was like the talking parrot, or maybe it was two leagues ago, but the talking parrot. 
And then there was the bear that turns into the, what do they call it? The crawler in Delve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I, I, I know I'm going to use the parrot. I love parrot. I love pirates. I love all that kind of stuff. So I'll definitely get that. And it was very kind because it was gifted to me. So I, you know, I was picking and choosing. And so I was anyway, but I started th this last couple of weeks. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let's, I hate having all this like outstanding stuff in the game. So started going through and I was going to empty my delve and I decide like even whether I like it or not I'm just going to you know always make sure my delve is empty and you know so um, basically I finished that I went through and I have capped I mean it's standard so I have capped whatever it is this sulfite thingy like I can't get more of it increase the amount that I can get so it was capped and I'm almost finished I only have a couple thousand more so that'll be used up in only a couple runs and then um, I'm going to go through heist. I'm going to empty out all my contracts and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm going to go through and do like all my metamorph and like just make sure that I don't have any of like those sort of side quest mechanics, nothing outstanding. And then my goal is to eventually have like just do the content as it comes with the exception of fragments, like when it comes to like the <laughs> sorry, can you hear my kids? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're fine. Uh but the goal is to, with the exception of like fragments that will just lead to a boss area, just do that content as I get it, as opposed to having lots of stuff outstanding. Metamorph is kind of a tough one to track because you need six individual pieces. So a lot of that kind of gets left by the side. But anyway, I discovered that I actually did have that bear for Delve. And I went through my whole Delve without it. Oh, oh no. no. Isn't that suck? So uh, one thing I How guess did is you have it and not know you had it. Uh, apparently, it needs to be equipped as your pet that you use in maps oh. for it to use. So it doesn't just—it's not an MTX That's you can turn exactly on intuitive. and off. Yeah. No, yeah. I was quite disappointed with that because I went through all my Delve Sulfite or Azerite or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and then just yesterday when I was going through to, I turned on my Xbox to see what MTX I got because I made the purchase. I signed in through the Xbox on the website made my um made my weta purchase and then later on in the evening i went to just turn on to see what i got in case i did get the sweet clock and uh but then i was going through my pets and i had just in a few sessions ago i switched which hideout base i was and so i took and i always like to have my pets running around unfortunately i have a thousand pets so it took me like 30 minutes to take all the pets out and then put all the pets in and going back to the tagging thing on the store there's like six pets i have that aren't actually don't have a pet tag you know what I mean? I actually have those pets written down on a little Google Keep sheet. So because when I search for pet, they don't show up. I have to go individually and search for them. So anyway, I was going through that and then I saw the bear, the tunnel bear. I'm like, what the fuck? How? I just did all this. Like my last eight gameplay sessions were all in Delve and I didn't do the bear. No, so last night. So last, yeah, it was. So Crushing. last night I put the bear back onto the mic character and I instead of just going to bed at nine o'clock I went to bed at 9 15 because I made sure to do at least one little thing with the bear so it was exciting and then I remembered that I got that like someone gave me a gift certificate from a birthday a while ago so I used that to shore up the purchase for that one so anyway so did you end up that. getting the uh, you said you went to check your xbox to see what you got did you end up getting the clock uh no, no, yeah, I got oh, the, too bad. remember I got the octopus head on one and then he just on the Xbox, to I got the... drill that one home one more time. Just... Yeah, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> um, I love you. So <laughs> anyway, I've been going through my Atlas Passive Tree because uh, I haven't been staying up late. I've been going to bed crazy early for whatever the reasons are that I'm so exhausted. I haven't pinpointed it yet, but um, 
during the day I have PoE on my mind, so I've been revamping my Atlas tree, but only in PoE Planner. And I can talk about that next week because there's no point in me using all the orbs of unmaking now because I'm sticking to Heist and Delve and all that, so there's no point. So hmm. may as well save cool. it, and by the time I get to my new and exciting Atlas passive tree, I'll probably get the free respec when 3.23 comes out. Hmm. Sweet. Well, where do we at? October? Yeah, so then it's just November and then mid-December. So yeah, six more weeks. Mm-hmm. Six more weeks. What's your what's your next little bit look like, BK? You gonna be streaming still more? Yeah. Plan is for keep streaming for a couple more weeks and then see how things go. Gonna be picking up Sweet. a job probably towards the middle of November. So right. we'll see what sort of like hours and availability it needs. And if it doesn't need anything in the mornings, then I'll probably still keep my mornings, you know? Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. All right. That's cool. Um, well, you're going to join us for After Dark? Absolutely. Sweet. Cocktail uh, in I, hand. I don't know which one yet, but I um, have a few yep. hours to figure uh, it too. out. Yes, you do. Uh, it, you're also welcome to join us. So if you felt like um, crushing oh, yeah, hardcore soul self-bound, you can get that supporter pack. It's funny. There I actually no wanted to point out. Oh yeah, that's right. It's, it, you can play with the bud. But um, thanks a lot, I was GG. actually going to laugh. Just quick. I know, just you want to finish it off. But um, we've had a lot more people join our Discord for this private league. Like just, you know, they join the Discord, get the link information that they need for the private league. Mm -hmm. This one, we have a lot more new people joining up for this one than we have for every other private league that we announce. And I have a funny feeling it has something to do with the value of prizes. I know there's some regular listeners that aren't a part of the Discord. And that's that's. Uh, totally fine happens all the time but there's always going to be those strangers that don't listen to us that oh they're giving away we have three packs. prizes though yeah right but these ones are our biggest they're prize before tier. was 20 bucks so strangers Plus. aren't going to care about that but now you know you're getting a support pack instead so well, people that don't listen to the podcast are likely to try and swipe that away from people so they might have a picked listener, a good league to do that because crew's not playing well true but if you're a listener Make sure you win. Don't let any non-listeners win stuff. You oh, laugh and point at non-listeners. <laughs> only um, listeners are allowed. It doesn't matter if you're active in the Discord, but only listeners are allowed to win. Well, it's only in our Discord, so yeah, that, they'd have to be a listener to find out, I think. Well, I don't know. I, no, you could have somebody ooh, say... Yikes, I, uh, I've been talking it up. Yes, we... Sorry, nice. good, good. My no, fault. don't be. No, no don't be. Awesome. That's totally fine. <laughs> We messaged you on Discord with your winnings, so, you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't say thank you, we revoke it. If you don't uh, tell us what episode number is your favorite and why. <laughs> I looked in. Oh, no, I'll bring that up later. All right. Uh, I just wanted to throw out a big thank you to Talon for the bot that we used through the private league. It's amazing. So love you for that. It's super sweet. Um, let's wrap this up. 211 forever exiled them. Justin AK tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. And I'm Brittany. BK, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have all of BK's information down below if you're looking uh, what? Hold on, what do I do here? Uh, Patrons, we'll see you in After Dark with BK. That's going to be a ton of fun. Everybody else will see you next week in 212. Uh, if you're looking for more information, you'll find down below. We got BK's info down there as well as ours. We got a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord you should be a part of. There's a lot of fun stuff that happens in there. And Patreon, another way to support the podcast. It is full of winners. All of the winners. Uh, <laughs> what else? Patreon. Otherwise, support the podcast down below and on our website. We did the spiel. High five. We did, did the spiel. Uh, that's it. Bye. I think it's bye. 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 I love how like some people listen to us at one and a half times speed. 
because I talk oh, yeah. slowly, but sometimes people just do that, especially if they're like regular podcast listeners. They want to get through them all. I wonder what the end sounds quickly. like. Exactly. I was just going to say, like, you probably sound like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm in the commercials. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I got to go back and check that. Yeah. <laughs> Side effects are deaf. All right. Bye. Deaf. Bye. <laughs> Too much Tylenol. Deaf.